You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I'm Saba. And I'm Brandon. And we are your hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. Today we have a guest that I've known for a few years. I actually met her at the dispensary and she was my manager. Fast forward, we no longer work together, but we've stayed in touch all these years. She was a pretty big part of the very beginning of my cannabis journey medically, and we've stayed friends over the year. I've gotten to see her blossom and grow through so much, so, and we cannot wait to hear her journey. So guys, please welcome Jessica to the Cannabis Hangout. Hey, Jessica. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for taking time out of your day to be here with us and just chat with us about everything. Let's just start from the beginning, though, and tell us where your cannabis journey began. Okay. First timers. Um, I feel like years ago. I've been high since, like, 2005. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was probably a sophomore in high school when I first started smoking recreationally. Um, where were you living? Here in Oklahoma City. <coughs> okay. Um, so are you, were you born in Oklahoma City? Born and raised in okay. Oklahoma City. <coughs> yes. Um, yep. And Putnam City, North area. Um, but that's really when it started, and I haven't stopped since. Yeah. <laughs> There's not really been a break there. So yeah. it's right. part of my life. It's been beneficial to you yes. in a lot of ways. Absolutely. So um, what is your preferred way to consume cannabis? Lately, it's been cartridges. Just smoking cards, really? but it's always been kind of um, surprises me with you. I know, I've always been a flower girl. I know. Well, there's reasons behind, but um, the convenience. <coughs> I mean, yeah, 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 and um, having a kid at the house, and yeah, stuff, which and makes stuff. a difference. Yes. Yeah, um, but I mean, flower always will be like have my heart. Yes, and I know that about you. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one smoking, who taught me flower yes, exactly, and then um, I'd like to smoke from bongs. Yeah, she's Preferably. a big bog girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can. I can relate. Anytime I spoke with Jessica, I'm yeah. pretty sure like one time it was like, a joint. Let me just rip a bong real <laughs> yeah. quick and yeah. clear the bowl, and then like I like my own bowl. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, and then you can have your own bowl. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like splitting a we bowl. We don't have works, to share a bowl, yeah. but just I mean, let's be rip real. It and that's yours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's your own. Okay, so is there something that you love to do? Like after you smoke, like you something you like to vibe out to? Like I love to like move my body and stretch and dance like whatever feels right like what about you um yeah I usually well I like to smoke later in the day now in the evening so I'll just do nothing um and not have any obligations just but wind down wind down yeah. yeah but I do uh like to smoke before I work out or before I run so like people think it's kind of odd no I can relate to no, that so hell yeah I can't I can't work out without I prefer yeah to do that it before it puts I me in a out. whole different like mental space I yes. feel like I go tunnel vision like Focused. people will walk in front of me and they'll like kind of look over at me like why is this girl staring and I'm like looking right through them <laughs> like yeah. they're not even there in my mind yeah. yeah yeah there's that balance of not getting too high Saba before workout I don't know that <laughs> those it's pretty solid that the other day yeah I mean <laughs> it's a good pre-workout yeah yeah it is it yes it really is, is. So, okay, you also have some big husky babes, and I'm a dog lover, too. What's your favorite thing to do with them? Um, oh, goodness. Well, I feel like when I was living out um, in Colorado, I would take them and go, like, 
it's called skijoring, but have them, skijoring. Yeah, have them pull me on skis and stuff. It was oh, a lot of fun. Oh, cool! Yes, I would always do stuff like that and runs with them. Um, but Aww. now I don't do much with them. It sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, you don't live in Colorado anymore. Yeah. I know that takes away a lot of the. I have one that's like outdoors. really aggressive towards other dogs, so we can't go yeah. to dog parks. Uh, I have my dogs yeah. like that. Wait, too. tell us so, their names. They're really cute. Zima, yeah, Zima and Zoro. Zima and Zoro. Those are badass. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's cool. But they're they're good. My dog Zima, she's actually a weedy too. I have to keep all like joint roaches and like she really? likes burnt weed. Yeah, she'll lick an entire ashtray. Really? What? Yeah. Interesting. It is very huh. interesting. I wonder what like flower she doesn't mess with, but if it's smoked, something to do with the res. I don't know. Mm. She goes after just like the stinkiness <laughs> of it. Yeah. yeah. It's gotten me in like a lot of trouble with vet bills and stuff. Oh, my God. Horrible. Yeah. I have to go to the Oh, bed. no, she's a weed dog. It's like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible. I love that for you. It's very fitting. Yeah. Uh, she's my dog. Oh, man. <laughs> that is your fur baby. So what would you say you personally use cannabis for? Um, It's changed throughout the years. But right now, it's definitely sleep and to get through the night when mm-hmm. I sleep. Um, And I have – there was like a short period of time probably – it was about eight months ago where I quit smoking for about three months, Mm -hmm. um, just going through things and, uh, it would trigger Mm -hmm. like a lot of anxiety and stuff. And it makes me super focused. So I just, I didn't want to focus on certain things. So I just stopped smoking and I was not sleeping well throughout the night. And I started having like really (coughs) lucid dreams. And something I've noticed is like, I don't dream when I Smoke. I like, haven't I dreamt drink. in okay, years. I've I've heard that too. That people who have stopped smoking, like good friends who have, and they say that they they dream, yeah, and yeah. like they dream vividly. And I'm like, I'm over here, like I literally never dream. Yeah, and if same. I do, but it's because of I don't I don't know. I feel like I could. Okay, so I took that little little tiny hiatus when I went to Houston and stuff and I couldn't really smoke around my family like I was whipping the pen but the pen doesn't do much for me and so like by the end of the week I like hadn't really smoked and my anxiety was beating down my heart like it was it was a whole different kind of anxiety that I have not experienced in a long time and it did not feel very good and I knew I needed to smoke to make it go away but I couldn't and so I can't imagine three months I'm like wow that's gnarly yeah it, it was fine but then I started having these dreams and I yeah. just um and I couldn't sleep it was making me toss and turn and so taking that break was crazy because I've never gone yeah I mean like really since I was like a child yeah. my brain still uh-huh. developing and stuff and so I haven't ever taken a break like that until then and so it's kind of crazy to see like the differences my body mm-hmm. experienced and yeah so what was it like like smoking after that three months like your first hit what did your body like feel not even just like obviously your low tolerance but like aside from that your body like did you feel that huge shift um yes and definitely just the tolerance totally sh- and it still yeah. is the same like I um okay so like before I could smoke or eat um, like a 250 milligram edible, oh, like wow. no oh, problem. Wow. And it took a while to get to that, but they just wouldn't touch me. And uh-huh. I was hitting, I was eating some 50 milligrams and they weren't really doing anything. So that's how I gradually went up. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I can have like 15 milligrams. Oh, amazing. And be, yeah. So mm. that's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. I like completely reset you. I feel like yeah. it's crazy that it can do that. Even a week, I feel like reset me. So I can't imagine three months or even like a whole year right. of just not consuming mm, and then yeah. just have that. I feel like that's good though. Sometimes I feel like <laughs> cannabis, and I've said this before, but sometimes I feel like when I smoke, when I'm not, 
when I don't feel like I'm in a good place and I'm smoking a lot, I feel like it adds to my depression. And so I have to taper back. Yes. You kind of have to be I aware. Like I guess. Yes. I get high. And so yeah, I think t- too I'm not deeply. like in a good mind space. I, yes. It just can carry me away. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Yes. Can understand that. Yeah. So whenever you like shop for flower, <laughs> is there anything that you personally like to pay attention to or like, what was your nose like? Um, not really. I like to have a good sativa and a good indica just mm-hmm. for two different, you know, moods. Yeah, yeah. two different moods. Um, and then I feel like I gravitate towards sweeter smells, and like fruiter, fruitier smells. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I don't like cheesy. Like it just, it yeah. just, I just don't like it. It's great. It smells cool, but I feel it's like not you either like, love oh, it or you don't hate it. Yeah. smells. I can yeah. appreciate it, but yeah, I don't necessarily <laughs> like it. for sure. Um, but yeah, I really go for the sweeter smells. Yeah. That. So, at what point did cannabis become more as, like, for you seen as medical than just, like, getting high, which is what you've known pretty much your entire life? It became medical for me. I mean, I started understanding more of it when I got into the dispensary, mm-hmm. working behind it. But honestly, it's been over the past, like, eight months since I've, like, oh. gone through some things and, like, yeah. really taken a step back and seen, like, what it has done for me and, like, my body. yeah. That's cool. And I feel like that's, I feel like you're probably one of the first people to say that they've had a, I mean, within a year, you know, yeah. just like a, like it's, it's pivoted for you. Oh, yeah. That's really, that's cool. It's mm-hmm. different perspective, especially being so much older and being in tune with yourself and being a woman. Yes. You yeah. know? Well, and I mean, I'm sure with a lot of people who've grown up in Oklahoma and who are our age, but it, it was such a recreational thing mm-hmm. when I was a kid and mm-hmm. yeah. younger. And so just, you know, obviously kids now will kind of grow up and see it more medicinally mm-hmm. than we did. Right. But it yeah. wasn't like a medicinal thing growing up. Yeah. You just it smoked just, yeah, good for exactly. fun. Yeah, you just smoked for fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I get that. So, okay, Jessica, will you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you currently do? Um, I am, uh, I don't know, I work retail. Store manager, general manager. I've been doing that for years. Yeah. Took a small break for a little bit. But, um, yeah. And it's not a stressful job. So. Yeah. That's it's nice. Enjoyable. That's yeah. a game changer, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. I, I used to work retail and I got so burnt out of yeah. it. But I feel like that's everyone's story. But yeah. It, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I have a good boss and she doesn't, like, mess with me and my schedule and stuff. So it's been really nice. And then um, my niece lives with me. So I've been raising her for the past uh, two and a half years now, which is crazy. Okay. That is crazy. Um, and, yeah, I'm, like, I'm newly single, so that's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, <laughs> How's that been? It's, been? it's been interesting and different, yeah. but it's good. Yeah. yeah, a lot of learning and growing through that, I'm sure. Yeah, about myself is yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's been so good. Yeah. Well, it hasn't good. been like great the entire right. time, obviously. No, but, but like, like it's for good. Myself, it's good. It's yeah, good it's good to explore parts of yourself you've not gotten to in a long exactly. time. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's I really admirable. That. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you used to live in Colorado. Mm-hmm. What was the cannabis spy- space like there versus here? I mean, obviously you've been here for what, like, three years now, four, four years, years now, yeah, four years now, and. You may not remember, remember, but like comparatively, just from what you've seen, even just being like a patient. Um, I guess, well, I, I don't know. I'm really picky, I feel like, when it comes to flower and stuff. But I feel like that was like my biggest thing. I, 
is Oklahoma, which they have caught up a lot, but the pricing isn't comparable yeah. still. Um, but in Colorado, it's like any dispensary that you mm-hmm. would go in, you could find like top shelf for yeah. very inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And that's just, and it just wasn't, it's not like that here. Yeah. I mean, you can find it. It's just, yeah, it's just pricier. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Oklahoma's come around um, for sure. What's something you love about the market here or like our community? Just the community yeah. behind it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of community. Yeah. Um, but Oklahoma's special in its own way for yeah. the community. It's different than other ones. I it's think. way different. Yeah, because yeah. we're small. I mean, we are like, it's, I don't know, Oklahoma's so small. Yeah, it really, nice. everyone knows everyone or knows somebody that you know. Oh, yeah. It's wild. Um, so let's flip the script. You were talking about your niece, and she lives with you now. Um, what's that? And she's what? She's 15 and a half? She's 14. She's 14. Okay. She's I see those driving videos, so I assume 15. Okay. So today. what's Aww. cannabis work like in your household? Like, what's how's that been, especially from being not having to take care of a kid and then, you know, yeah. one moving into your space and you yeah. having to be mindful of that? Um. So I've always treated it as, we've always had like a different relationship. Um, mm-hmm. It's always been like big sister, little sister kind of. Yeah. Um, but from the get-go, I never like hid it from her. I wouldn't like smoke in the house or like directly in front of her or yeah. anything like that. Mm-hmm. But let's say I'm in the garage or outside and she walks outside. I wouldn't ever like hide it. Hide it because it's like, do you hide your glass of wine? Yeah. You know, around right. your kid or mm-hmm. your beer or margarita or whatever it is you're drinking. No. Yeah. Because you're not really doing anything wrong. You know, you're yeah. an adult. It's fine. And so I wanted her and for any kid really to like have that perception. Um, because if you're hiding it, it's like then you're doing something bad too. Yeah. Um, so that's always been like how I have treated it. And then more recently, it's kind of been crazy where I've like caught her stealing so I have to buy a safe. Re- oh <laughs> yeah, wow! So I have to have everything locked up because she has um, been getting in into it. Okay, so what's what's <laughs> that been like? Like, how did those conversations go? When you like, how obviously you know it's missing. Like, is it weed or is it card? Like, what is she taking? Okay, so uh, it's been all of it. And <laughs> a little over, savage. You know, she's awful. Um, <laughs> no, I love her, but. She's also 14. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, know. I know. Like, I know how I was when I was, like, 15. Yeah, yeah so for sure. Right That's your blood right there. <laughs> Shoot, here we go. Um, but so I had a – had my baggie mm-hmm. of weed. I just had a baggie of weed, and it was under my cabinet. And I had a feeling maybe she was getting into things. Mm-hmm. I heard her cough one night out of nowhere, and <laughs> it was just it was weird. Like, she doesn't ever cough. Right. You know? So I'm like, what's happening? And it was just like a one little That's cough. That's so funny. Yeah. And oh then it was gosh. like a week or so later, her <laughs> eyes were kind of just glazed over. Um, and so I put a piece of my hair over the baggie when I left for work. Like, she yeah. had hair. And the hair was not there when I, and so I just knew she was getting Testing. into it. And she, if I can, like, really press into her, she'll give in. Yeah. And that's just what happened. And she uh-huh. gave in. I was like, I already know you're doing it. And she gave in. Yeah. Oh, did she get grounded? Um, did yeah. she get grounded? Yeah. Absolutely. She's grounded right now. Oh, is she? Yeah. For smoking weed? Yeah. And other things. Like, <laughs> oh, she's no. just 14 and wild. But uh, I know. I see your stories about you disciplining her. And it's so funny. Yeah. It's like you could have a TV <laughs> show. Honestly, it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah she's She is a savage. But... <laughs> 
I just am like, I just have to make sure she does things like carefully mm-hmm. and let her know like, well, for one, that's not going to happen under my roof if I have yeah. no control over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just like, been like, if you're going to find these things or run and do these things, make sure mm-hmm. that it's like from a package and yeah. safe and mm-hmm. not like, cause she's gotten into an edible before. Um, it's yeah, she gets and she knows what she's doing. Yeah, so of course she does. She's fully cognizant of what she's doing. You know, you don't want to just like get yeah. into anything and don't know where it's from. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I feel I, like that's that's important for you to let her know that because people have sketchy stuff out here. Yeah, they do. Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long run. Yes, and with being business owners ourselves, Sob, we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law, estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company while assisting in licensing applications, and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. You just never know what has what in it, so... For anyone listening, always be cautious <laughs> and read the packages. And if it's not in a package, don't freaking eat it, okay? So let's talk about, like, your parents and, like, the rest of your family dynamic. Like, what's that like with cannabis? Is that pretty open? And even with, like, your niece being in your house now, like, is that has that been a conversation of, like, uh, you know, like, is, is yeah. that stigma still in your household? Well, no, it's not. Thank goodness. Um, but I kind of just... For a long time, I hid that from my parents mm-hmm. or made it seem like I was doing something bad because they always, in their minds, it was. Yeah. And, um, you know, I come from a family where it's like, I I don't know, they had high expectations. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I always wanted to, like, be as good as I could, even if I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. want them to know. Yeah. Um, and would hide things. And so, over the years, I've just made it very clear that, like, this is who I am. I am successful. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't it doesn't affect me or mm-hmm. others in that way that you've been brought up that it has. Um, my dad is like, he knows, like we have conversations. Like he knew I was, you know, come do this podcast. Love and that. Hey, he even said, he was like, oh, dad, he's he's yeah, he was like, I can't even believe like 10 years ago, I would have never thought we were having a conversation like this, you know, and like, yeah. he's open, he's cool. And, um, you know, he knows about cadence and her yeah. digging into my stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. Just my my perception of it is different than his would have been. So I'm like, I mean, Dad, I was right there. You yeah, know? So, you can you you know what she's going through because you've done it. Yeah, so I'm handling it like different than he probably yeah. would have. Yeah, know, if it was me getting into it and stuff. So, so have your yeah. parents? They don't consume or anything like that. No, my mom will eat edibles yeah. now, and thank goodness because she is like so high strung. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice so to be like, like, God, thank yeah. you, mom. Um, and my dad, my dad's just like he's fine. He doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't cuss. He's just like. Mm-hmm. Derp, derp. <laughs> you know, just whatever. He's fine all the time. I mean, I don't even yeah. think I'd want to ever see him high. He'd probably be pretty annoying. But, yeah. yeah. Um, it's but some he, of those things. Yeah, but he doesn't judge um, anyone that's for doing cool. it or anything anymore. That is cool. Yeah. It's totally changed. That's tight. I feel like that's, to have a family dynamic like that, mm-hmm. I wish. I know, yeah, like, like you can change their, like, thoughts and perception. Yeah. You just have right. to, like. Yeah, I don't know. Talk yeah. to them about it. Yeah, like today I was talking to my friend's grandparents. I was dog sitting and 
She was like, well, you know, that's so cool. Just talking to her about the podcast and like educating her or whatever. And she was like, well, you know, there's still those people that are just, they just get so high and they're so stoned and they just sit there and they're unproductive. And I was like, well, Nana, actually, I was like, Nana, (laughs) let me tell you. And so I started talking to her. I was like, honestly, some of the most successful people I know consume cannabis. I was like, Nana, they smoke hourly. And she goes, (gasps) hourly? And I say, yeah, (laughs) Nana. And she goes, well, I'll be darned. That is just so amazing. And I was like, yeah. And it was just, it was cool in that moment because like, I've only met this lady like two days ago. I have no idea who Nana is and she has no idea who I am, but it was just cool to like break that barrier and you could see the like shift in her mind that I was like, ma'am, like everyone around me is so successful and they smoke all the time. Yeah. Literally doctors, lawyers. Yeah. Not doctors and lawyers. (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) So, okay, we ask everyone this question, Jessica, but what's a stigma that you would like to see change surrounding cannabis besides the you can't be successful one? Yeah, because I just said that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I would say, I don't know. Um, Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Yeah. This question always stumps people sometimes. Yeah. It's a dumper, though. Well, I mean, like, I don't, I guess growing up, my dad would always say, it's a gateway drug. Oh, yeah. I hate that. That's so freaking stupid. I know. I'm like, like, gateway to what? Gateway to fun? (laughs) (laughs) Gateway to life? Yeah. Because then, if so, sign me the fuck up. (laughs) 100%. Yeah, that I mean, I other I don't know. Um, No, that's a good one. That is a good one because I feel like a lot of older people think that it's a gateway drug, and I'm like, yeah. No, it's just me. No, that's that's like listening to this podcast. I know. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Jess, I think this wraps up our conversation for today. Thank you for taking time out of your day to be here with us. Yes, of course. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you. It's been fun, and for everyone listening, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. And as always, sob, stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.